you are listening to the Manifested Sis podcast, a safe space for women of color to explore all things manifesting, wellness, self-care, and personal development. You are always manifesting, and now you can do it intentionally and consciously to create the life of your dreams. Each episode gives you actionable tips and strategies from the spiritual to the practical that will help you get from where you are to exactly where you want to be with grace and ease. Thanks for tuning in. Here's your host, intuitive life coach, Danny Faust. Hello, friends. It's me, Danny. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Manifested Sis podcast today. You are listening to episode eight, Cozy Minimalism. Minimalism for non-minimalists. Yeah, that's a lot of M's. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the Manifesting Breakthrough Challenge. It is a free five-day challenge. The link to it is in the show notes. In that challenge, you're going to learn tips on how to manifest quickly, what you can do to make that happen, and by the end of those five days, you are certainly going to manifest something good. So check it out. Again, it is the free five-day manifesting breakthrough challenge. You can find the link in the show notes, but in case you don't want to look there, it's okdanny.com slash manifesting dash breakthrough dash challenge. Okay, so today's episode is all about what I like to call cozy minimalism, and it's really how to use minimalist practices for non-minimalists. So a few years back, I had a blog post that went viral that was about me throwing away all my children's toys. Now, I didn't throw them all away. I left them some, (laughs) but the bulk of it was tossed away, and... I, at first I felt like a mean mommy, but that was like for five seconds. And then I was like, yo, this is the best thing I've ever done. We have to be more intentional about what we bring into this house and not let junk accumulate. Fast forward to the next couple of years, I had to do it all again because <laughs> we're back in the same boat. And then at that point I had to really look at my whole house and determine what am I doing here? There's so many things that we can let go of. Why are we holding on to it? And I was on this collect and purge, collect and purge cycle before I recognized that this is this is a spiritual lesson here. This is more than just I have too much clothes. Let me go donate it. It was really it forced me to kind of dig into myself, my personal development. My why am I holding on to these things? So, yeah. The way your home is set up, it's an extension of you and your energy and having it cluttered and riddled with things that you don't even love and don't even use or are saving for a rainy day, that does energetic damage to you. That that has an energetic cost, I should say. So my tips today are how to use minimalist practices without having to take on the minimalist title. So, yeah, when I hear the word minimalist, I gotta be honest, I still think about, you know, selling your house, moving into an RV, having one spoon, one bowl, that kind of life. Intellectually, I know that that is not what minimalism necessarily equates to, but that is where my 
mind immediately goes when I hear the term. So I just, in case you're like me, (laughs) I just want you to know that that is not what minimalism is. It's really paring down to where it makes sense for you and your family. Um, but we'll get into that. So, so here are some tips on using minimalist practices without having to be a full on minimalist. The first thing is to focus on your why. Like what even draw, drew you to clicking on this podcast episode? Is minimalism something that you've been interested in? Maybe did you read the Marie Kondo book or watch her show? What is it? And what is it that you feel you'll get from it? So are you doing minimalism for the planet just to use less, have a smaller carbon footprint? Are you trying to work on your finances? Many people who are into the fi or fire lifestyle, they go minimalist real quick. If you're not familiar with fi, it's financially independent. And then fire is financially independent and retire early. It's a very large community and people are really doing amazing things there financially and getting out of debt and all that stuff. So is that part of your why? Or do you just feel called to do it? Sometimes it's just like, I've been seeing this minimalism word thrown around everywhere. I'm interested. I feel called to learn more about it, whatever. Or is it something more energetic? Do you feel scattered? Does your energy, your personal energy feel scattered? Do you feel heavy or claustrophobic or cluttered? Maybe it's with the energy in your home. Maybe you feel like you really want to clear it out and you feel like clearing your home will clear your head. P.S. It will. But you really focus on your why. What's bringing you to it and what do you think you're going to get out of it? What do you feel the results will mean for you? What's going to change besides the amount of things you own? And who are you going to be after your house is all cleared out? So I want you to really determine what it looks like for your family. And this is, this is a common sense type thing that you really have to go into. If you live alone, hey, this is great (laughs) because you just have yourself to consider. But you have to think of what makes sense if you have a family as well. So you can't just throw away every single thing your child owns because it's annoying or it beeps and you don't like it. You have to think about their needs, how much clothes they actually need, what toys they actually play with, what books are on their level or ahead of their level that you should keep and how much they can handle. Maybe you are ready to go gung ho to like one bowl per family member, one spoon for a family member. Maybe you are ready to just be about it, but your other family members, your partner, your kids may not be on board. So you really can't go too hard too soon. So determine what it looks like for your family. Maybe you'll start with one area of the house and see if you can get people on board or not, but still do it anyway, but see what makes sense. Another tip is to tap into your feelings throughout the whole thing. The way to make this go from just a decluttering activity to a spiritual activity is to tap into what you're going through as you perform this. So as you're picking things up and choosing whether you're going to give it away, throw it away, recycle it or sell it, what are you feeling? Is it relief? Are you feeling relieved that all this stuff is getting out of your house? Are you nervous? Are you having a lot of emotions or memories come up? Are you feeling uh, a, like scarcity issues come up? Like, oh, what if I need it in the next five months or whatever? 
really tap into the feelings that you are getting and journal 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 this is a mindfulness exercise if ever there was one and it comes with a bit of a cost because you're letting things go so just know that your journey to minimalism is going to be a spiritual one all right so my next tip is to choose one thing to start with and then go from there so I would suggest first starting with the pain point. So if there is one area of your home, even if it's just the junk drawer, if it's one area that just grinds your gears, whenever you see it, you get annoyed, you feel resentful, that's the place to start. Truly start with that small area and then go through it. See what you're going to give away, throw away, keep, recycle, sell, all that. And then notice how you feel afterwards. After that settles, like this doesn't have to be a one day event. Like you don't have to take a weekend and say this weekend we're going minimalist family. Like it doesn't have to be that. So take a little time afterwards and see how you feel, see how the family feels and explain to them why you're doing this. And then you can move on from there. Another place you might want to start is just in your room because you don't have to answer to anyone with that. So start with your room, maybe clear out everything, your clothes. You can do only clothes for your whole family, especially if you're the type of family who every season kind of changes clothes out and you know checks what fits the kids and gives away. It's a perfect time to pare down. How many jeans do you need? Seriously, how many jeans do you need? <laughs> because... Sometimes I feel like I need two. Sometimes I feel like I need like eight or nine. So it's different for different folks. So yeah, so part, choose one thing to start with. And then as you work through the emotions and the feelings and thinking everything through, then you can go on to something else. That said, if you feel called to just knock it all out in a weekend, go for it. But make sure that you're allowing a little time to sit with the emotion. If you're still feeling relief and excitement and just the knowledge that this is exactly what I needed to do, you're feeling just revved up and full of love and joy and excitement, then yes, girl, keep on throwing that shit out <laughs> or giving it away, selling whatever. And I want you to know that there are other ways to embrace minimalism without being a minimalist that is more than just your paring down your home. That is really a great first step. But then the mindset of minimalism goes beyond that. After your home is cleared out and it's pared down to the place that you personally are comfortable with and you have gone through the feelings or even mourning the loss of certain things that you are finally ready to let go of. After that, what are ways that you can embrace minimalism? One is streamlining your schedule, your agenda, Deciding what you're going to actually say yes or no to. That is really, it's a powerful thing because it's boundaries. It's you owning your voice. That's some serious throat chakra shit right there. That's you being comfortable with saying no and owning that power. And you're really taking control of your one commodity that you can't ever get back. Your freaking time. So... Look at your schedule. Look what you're saying yes to that you just don't want to. What are you dreading? 
And okay, so it might be your job. <laughs> so we can't just throw that by the wayside yet. But that really could be something that if it truly triggers you, you can start to job hunt and, and look around or start a little side hustle or whatever it is that's going to make you feel more fulfilled in that area. But streamlining your schedule or your agenda is a great way to embrace that minimalism uh, mindset without having to live with one spoon. Another way is in your fitness. So if you're someone who does a lot of different things for fitness, maybe dabble in a little yoga and then go over here for a little bit of, I don't know, CrossFit, whatever it is, <laughs> I can't even think of anything. Pairing it down to something that's very simple that you love, that, that you're willing to do on the regular is a great way to kind of embrace it. It's one less thing to think about and you know that you're going to A, get great results from it, B, enjoy it, and C, not find excuses to get out of it. So that's another way to embrace. It's another thing you can embrace with the minimalism mindset. The other is your outfits. And I don't mean just the paring down, but the type of outfits you wear. I forget which famous entrepreneur it is that wears the same thing every day. I'm probably going to mess this up, but I think it was Steve Jobs who wears like a black shirt and jeans every day. And I think there have been lots of things written up. I'm going to find a link and put it in the show notes for y'all written up about famous entrepreneurs and politicians who basically just wear the same thing every day. So they don't have to think about it. And I love that. I low key live that way because I just put on gym clothes in the morning and I don't have to worry. I know I'm wearing a sports bra, leggings and a top period. We're good to go. <laughs> so try that. That might be something and notice what you feel afterwards. That's really where the spiritual aspect of this comes in. It's noticing how you feel and what energetically happens to you when you have made these changes. Do you feel more free? Do you feel like you're more in control of your day and your time and your life? Or do you feel limited? Do you feel like, ugh? All I have is this one shirt and these pants. Oh, I don't want to wear this. Hey, then maybe it's not for you. Maybe you need that variety. The next tip is actually something that I can't do, but I'm suggesting for you because it seems like a lot of people can. And it's embracing the minimalist type of mindset with your diet and nutrition. I will, I don't think I'll ever be the type of person who can have a set um, meal plan Monday type lifestyle where I know I'm going to eat the rice and the chicken and the broccoli every single day. I can't do it, but I know so many people can and have had so much success with it where they just cook one day and they're eating basically the same few meals over and over. That way it's a no brainer. No energy really has to get put into this. It's just set it and forget it. So you might want to try it with that. I personally can't. Shout out to all of you who can. So that's why I'm mentioning it. But yeah, so I want you to notice throughout everything that I've said, there's many areas you can start with. I want you to kind of listen to what I said, but listen to yourself first. So of all the things I mentioned, does anything stick out for you? Whatever does, that's the thing to start with. Whether it's your clothes or just doing one thing or wearing one type of outfit for a while, whatever it is. I want you to notice how you feel when you're doing this. Notice where resistance comes in. Notice what resistance looks like. Does resistance for you mean just shutting down? Like, uh, I'm not doing this thing anymore. Or is it getting angry? Like, what? 
why do I have to do this? Like, why am I, what am I even doing? Taking all my clothes out of here. I paid for these with good money. You know, what comes up for you? Because those type of things are really where the spiritual lesson can come through. This is where you can write through, journal through, or talk through with your therapist what comes up for you about scarcity, what comes up with you for you about your childhood and the memories connected to things that you may not be ready to throw away or give away, the things that are non-negotiable keepers. Why? What about them is so special? And what about it makes you know you can't live without it? That's something also to think through. So after it's all done and you've gotten your family on board, have them do these things too. Even if they're kids, you can ask them the questions about how do you feel? What are you scared to let go of? What do you really want to get rid of? And see where they stand with things. And of course, with your partner as well. Get everyone on board with this and have them do these activities too. Because spirituality, you being on your spiritual journey, you're awakening. (laughs) You're going to really be the light for everyone that you are encountering to help them shine and help them open up and awaken as well. So as you're doing this, know that you're also being a guide and a leader for everyone in your family to jump on board, not just with the decluttering and the clearing, not just with doing better for the planet or finances and the energy in the house, but their personal energy and how they're living and how they're transforming. So, Yeah, I hope this was useful for you. I'm also going to put in the show notes a really cool tactic on how to pare down your wardrobe by being lazy. (laughs) And I think you're going to dig it. It's called the No Laundry Experiment. I will put it in the show notes for you because it, for me, is the most no-brainer, easy, lets me be lazy, but also so super powerful way to pare down my wardrobe no questions asked but you have to be strong (laughs) you have to be strong go check out the no laundry experiment and thank you guys so much for listening i will see you next week with a fantastic guest interviewing for you and yeah thanks so much for hanging out with me here on manifested sis i'll see you soon Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this, I would love it if you'd subscribe and share with a friend who might dig this content too. Don't forget to take a look at the show notes for links to everything mentioned in this episode. And feel free to visit dannyfaust.com for more. Bye.